We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is the hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. Welcome back to another episode of What the World Needs More of. My name is Jarek Robbins. I am your host for this journey. Today we are joined by a friend. Her name is Carol Ann Reed. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Very excited. Now we're going to dive straight into the question of the show, which is what do you believe the world needs more of? Oh, this is like my favorite question ever. So I believe that the world needs more authenticity. Mm. more people to show up and live a life where they are just being their true selves. Um, I sort of see, I've got this like belief around the spiritual warrior thing. And I'll, I'll share a little bit more about what I mean about that. But I think when people are living and speaking their truth, they're being content in their own skin. And when you're being yourself and you feel content, like that's when you are your happiest self. That's when you begin to act from your highest good. That's when you are in flow and things seem to come to you rather than having any sort of force against it. It's it's something that I feel if people if we if we were to see more authenticity in the world for the younger generations, then that's where people will be growing up, understanding that we don't have to fear being ourselves. Does that does that make sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense. How do you bring that into the world each day yourself? For me, it's, oh, this is something, and I will always hold my hands up and be so honest. This has taken me years to get my head around. I used to really worry about what other people thought, and if I was doing the right thing, I'd be very much like a, a yes woman. But the way that I do it now is I am so crystal clear on what my values are. Mm. And that could be in relationships, business, my health, spiritually, financially. And I have to constantly, and it is like a constant thing, stop and check in. Okay, uh, is this aligned with my values? Am I showing up as my best self? And whether that's the good, the bad, the ugly, as long as it's authentic, then, yeah, the right people will be in my life. And those that aren't kind of won't be, and that's okay. Hmm. That's beautiful. Mm. It's a great sorting process. Here's a question. What's your wow factor? What makes you uniquely you? And what are some of the moments that help shape it? Ooh, okay. So I, I'd say my wow factor would be my ability to help people expand their way of thinking and sort of create like a positive change from that. Um, so to sort of expand on that, we can become so encapsulated in our own view of the world. And if we can take, even if we've been through hardships and pain and 
all those different things. And if we were to see things from a different perspective, um, then actually we can begin to find what the lessons are from things, begin to see, okay, like how can I take something from this? And this, it's such a coin phrase in a way to like think positively, but actually if we could look for the, the positive in things and expand out of ourselves and look at it from a bird's eye point of view um, and sort of begin to create that change ourselves. then yeah it's that's really powerful that's something that I I love to help people tap into sort of sharing a different perspective and how to view things in a different way very cool now I agree with that wholeheartedly but there's people out there I've crossed paths with that when you bring yeah. up this kind of topic their thought their their immediate reflection is listen I I get it Things have gone right mm -hmm. for you in life. Things have gone good for you. But if you knew what I had to live through, if you knew what I had to battle with every day, if you yep. knew the situation I was in, then you'd realize it's not so easy to just be so positive or just get another perspective. How do you help a person in a position like that expand, elevate, and find that new perspective? Ooh, okay. So I would, the first thing, I mean, this is something. And that obviously I the must... specifics matter. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is a broad question. I apologize for that, but I figure we could start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. This is something that I've kind of been through myself. And now I, I do work with people that have been through trauma um, that are, are going on sort of a big shift themselves. And it would be, it's, it's like that, the Steve Jobs, you can only sort of connect the dots looking back. I think a lot of people have to be able to believe that change is possible, believe that we have a choice in how we think. So I see it as, um, I sort of put it into, okay, you can either be a worrier, so you have worry thoughts, the fear-based thoughts, ego, why me, it's happened to me, fear-based, or you can have, this is the, the warrior side to it, you can have warrior thoughts and actually believe that you have a choice to say, hang on a minute, that may have happened, but that does not mean that that's going to influence my future. It doesn't shape who I am. I can, I will, I am. And it's, I'm going to sort of delve a little bit more into the mind and actually see that it comes down to what we say to ourselves. So my advice would be if anyone is in that mindset, which I'm happy to share, I, I've been there myself, that it is going, hang on a minute, I don't have to be a victim to my circumstances. I can change my habitual thoughts from the worry like we all have that power over to the warrior thoughts and it's it's a choice. And I'd say that it's having that self-empowerment and the the almost, what's the word? Being given the permission to actually go, okay, hang on, this, this isn't me anymore. I mean, back, back in the day I went through, um, I unfortunately lost like my best friend, Karen, to terminal cancer closely followed by my stepdad to suicide and I, I was that person of life isn't fair why them I should have done this what why that and it was in that moment that was sort of the big awakening for me of hang on like I owe it to them I owe it to myself to go okay I'm going to shift this and I'm going to do what I can and that kind of spurred me on to help myself and then go on to help others do the same hmm hmm now, just a side question. Why is it that so often we have to go through something traumatic or something, uh, a death or 
a, a worry or a struggle? Why is it that we have to do that to finally choose to identify the warrior inside of us instead of the worrier? Oh, I love that. I call that mortality motivation. I know it sounds really weird, but yeah, I totally agree. I believe that we have to go through that because we're almost accustomed to being comfortable, being uncomfortable. So in order to really begin to make change, people tend to, as you've rightly just said, wait for that, that real pain point to then get up. It's like that old story of like the dog or the wolf is sat down and he's he's howling, he's in pain. And someone's like, well, what's wrong with him? He's like, oh, he's sat on a nail. It's like, why doesn't he just move? It's like, well, he's not in enough pain. He's just going to howl about it. And we kind of, I think we almost have that just built into us that unless something's really painful, do we move? But one of my yeah, I don't know. I'm almost just going to say it's like a society thing that you don't change job until you're in awful pain, anxiety and some people depression. Whereas how powerful would it be to take ownership of that power and go, hang on a minute. I'm not going to fall victim to this mortality motivation and I'm going to build my own springboard and think before it gets painful. And before we lose our loved ones and before we go through the stress and the, the, the fears and loss, that actually I'm going to create my own platform and I'm going to build a, a new way of being from there. Hmm. I love it. And, and you called it a springboard? Yeah, I think a lot of people have to almost like, they call it like I've, I had to hit rock bottom and then come back up. And I see that as instead of it being a rock bottom, that that's just a springboard. If you have ever found yourself in in that kind of, yeah, let's, let's call it a, a rock bottom place, but actually that's a place where you can build the most solid foundations that can be called, a, that can sort of become a springboard to like hit it and fire yourself back up. Like I am not staying down there. I am going back up. I love it. I love it. So build that springboard and use it to launch to where you want to go. Mm, absolutely. And I don't know if it's just a pure fear-based thing, but almost the, I hear a lot of people, and again, this is something that I, I, I've been through, fearing the unknown. So when people tend to stay comfortable being uncomfortable, when, if I've ever been in a position to ask them, why, why would you stay there? And on self-reflection, it's like, well, I don't know what's behind the other door. So I'm going to stay here because it's almost fearing that unknown. Hmm. Fear of the unknown. It, it, it's interesting. Um, one thing that I always find in that springboard that might be helpful is when mm. people fear the unknown, it's oftentimes just a, a signal in their body saying, hey, are you prepared? And, and what's yeah. interesting is if you can get into a strong enough place or you can bring the right tools with you or have access to the right support, you're always prepared. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the foundational beliefs, like you said earlier, you have to believe that change is possible. I Absolutely. think another belief is a belief that will always work out in the end. Oh, wow. Absolutely right. It's that um, just having faith in yourself and almost the, the universe, like, like that things are going to happen well, if you believe so, isn't it? It's trusting in the process and surrendering to it. Exactly. Mm. Here's the next question. What's a moment that made you feel incredibly humble over the years? A moment that, ooh, made me feel incredibly humble. 
I think being a, I'm sure you're exactly the same, being a coach, it's when you, trying to think if there's any sort of particular ones, when you get to see the client or someone that you're working with have that awakening or that light bulb moment when they're like, I get it. And when you see that and then watch them go off and then things seem to happen and change and seeing that from a distance, oh, it it sets my soul on fire. I can't even tell you. Something that's just popped into my head, real humbling moment is, I'm actually going to say like my my dad, he went through a really, really tough stage. He's, he's he, he works for the NHS, which is like the, the hospital and stuff over in the UK. And he's like so well respected. He is absolutely awesome. He's like one of my best friends. But he went through a really tough time um, internally. He suffered from like negative self-talk and sort of beat down on himself a little bit. And he went through a real tough spot. And I'd say a real humbling moment was he from a, from afar it kind of maybe showed a couple of little different techniques or ideas or ways of thinking and then let him sit amongst that and he began to really tap into buddhism yeah. and he went from there and he's completely changed his life i mean his house is like a buddhist temple now it is lit up and it just looks so cool but he's like a different person and i'd say that's been really inspiring really sort of humbling to watch yeah i'm gonna mm. call him a dad for that one <laughs> mm. i love it what what's your greatest fear what's your greatest fear oh my greatest fear my greatest fear would be leaving this this one life and not making an impact mm. and that sounds like probably sounds quite corny actually but that's like a genuine I wake up in the morning and I'm like right okay how do I turn how do I show up as my best self how do I help just one person whether it's a smile in a street whether it's yeah and it would be the fear of not almost leaving something behind that could pass on and, and help other people help the planet kind of thing hmm. powerful what about an awe-inspiring moment a moment that left you just in a state of pure awe an awe-inspiring moment um oh, the most random thing just came into my head it um watching i'm i absolutely love music it's something i'm so so passionate about a massive rock fan and but actually my my best friend jody took me to go and watch um the western musical wicked i don't know if you've seen it it is literally wicked it's amazing and there's this part in it and this the, the the lead in it she's singing like from the pit of her soul and you know when you are just it oh my god and she gets lift up lifted up all the way to like the very top of the stage and she hits this note that I thought I'd heard it on repeat in my car and I was like whoa but she went like above and beyond it and it was in that moment that I was like I can actually feel it now it's not only inspiring because she is like incredible to watch and so inspiring, but she's doing what she was born to do mm. and her family herself, like that, you know, when you see someone do something, it's just so natural and beautiful. And yeah, I'd actually, for some reason, that was the biggest thing that came to my head and slightly embarrassing because when the song finished, I burst into tears because it was so overwhelming. And then the lights came on for the, um, for the halfway mark. I was like, oh, I couldn't stop crying. It was that all. <laughs> oh, 
That's beautiful. What are you most well, excited about for your future? Excited about for the future? Um, helping a lot of people. I've actually just collaborated in a book that's been launched on International Women's Day in March. Um, so I'm actually going to say, like, helping, yeah, we, we've sort of tapped into the younger generation with the book, sort of um, going for age, like females aged between like 14 to 18 to teach them all the things that they didn't learn at school. And my part of that is actually authenticity and self-identity. So really seeing, not just seeing where that goes, but really moving forward with that. And yeah, I'm so excited for that. That's awesome. Very cool. Now we're going to switch gears to the second part of our segment here. We call this yeah. the nuts and bolts. This is the tactical, tangible, practical, applicable kind of stuff someone can immediately take and apply to their life, their business, or anything else in between. And yes. the first question is, where do you focus the current or the majority of your thoughts and time and life each day as of right now? Mm, so where I focus... If I was to sort of say from like a practical point of view, it would be keeping sort of balance, trying to, when you have quite a few different plates spinning, whether it's business, health, trying to like keep that going, I'd say, yeah, a lot of focus on sort of trying to maintain a, a sense of balance. But I'd actually, if it was to go internal of the nuts and bolts, it would be constantly checking in on the mindset. Where am I focused? what's my self-talk like I'm gonna again sort of bring it back around to that importance of what am I saying to myself am I coming from a place of worry or am I coming from a, a warrior point of view and I'm gonna yeah I'd say that that's where I now I used to be the completely opposite everything was external um external energy trying to help people and it was I would pull all-nighters creating content and this and all external energy and then through the past couple of years really knowing the power of letting go of the external and tuning inside and yeah checking in with the self what's the is there a, a heart brain coherence going on is there the good self-talk is it empowering so I actually spend a lot of time in my mind but now in a positive way mm. powerful powerful mm. how about this what is the key to your success in all that? Key in success in all of that. Meaning when you're in your head. So we'll, yeah. there's two parts here. One, to keep balanced, what's the key to yeah. your success? And two, when you're working on your mindset, you're self-assessing, you're adjusting, you're acknowledging it, you're you know, doing that part, what's the key to that? Oh, so self, obviously, it's sort of self-awareness, knowing that, again, it's bringing it back around, knowing that we have that choice to do so. Mm -hmm. But there's a really powerful book that I found that's um, sort of helped me with this. And it's the um, Four Agreements by, I can never say his name, Don Rios. Rios? Yeah, yeah. And there's the four principles within that. Let me see if I can remember. So being impeccable with your word. So if I'm checking in, like this is like my checklist, my internal checklist. Am I being impeccable with my word? Um, don't take, I don't know if this is an order, don't take things personally. So if something comes through an email, someone says like, okay, that's fine. Like don't take things personally. Um, don't make assumptions. Uh, is that old saying? I don't know if I can say this, but like assumptions make an ass out of you and me. 
And that, I remember hearing that from a young age. I was like, ooh, okay, yeah, don't make assumptions and always do your best. And I have read that book and listened. It's actually on YouTube as well for free. Um, but the book's incredible. And I have like instilled those, 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 it's like a checklist in my mind. That's what I find really helpful. Powerful. Very powerful. So that's a key to success on the inside. Mm. What about a key to success in balance? How do you keep everything in balance? In balance? Um, I have a really, this is really weird, but I have a really good diary structure. <laughs> so I, I am still old school paper. I love a good diary. I use a my pro planner and I will, the first thing I do, this is honestly, if I was to break it down, I open up my diary on a Sunday and the first thing I do is I put the me time in. So I will make sure I'm doing something that lights me up, whether it's it sounds even if it's just taking the dog on a nice walk. If I've if I feel that like I've got something sort of big coming up, then I might treat myself to go, I don't know, have my nails done or something like that, something a bit of me time, then fill the rest with how am I serving? Where do I need to be? My health as well has to be a priority because it's our vehicle through life, isn't it? So, yeah, I'd actually say in in balance, if I was to say like a really practical thing, it would be to schedule the diary on a Sunday evening, but putting yourself in first, building around it. And then I'm like ultimate geek. I color code my diary, man. Like I put my me time in pink and then I've got like my clients in a certain color. I've got my health in a certain color. And that to me just being a real visual. It just, yeah, that is like the foundation to the balance. Very cool. Very cool. Now, what our final question, what is one tip we can leave people with that's actionable that they could immediately apply that would help them achieve the kind of success in their life that you've been able to achieve in yours? Oh, so one tip would be, I'm going to say, checking in with their self-talk, um, really utilizing the self-awareness. So actually taking time when we are, I mean, we have like, 50 to 75,000 thoughts a day. So they are just completely going around and around and around in our heads. So taking time, even if it's a split second to go, okay, stop for a moment. What am I saying to myself here? And taking that, yeah, it's like a pause button. What am I saying to myself here? If it isn't building me up, if it isn't helping me to move forward, change it. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. If people would like to learn more about you, if they want to read that book that you're a part of, or, yeah. or they want to find more of what you're up to, where should we send them? Um, they can visit. I've got a website, which is www.carolannreed.com or social media as well, which is at carolannreedcoach. It'd be so cool to connect. Very nice. Well, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank if you, you for liked, having me. If you like this episode and you know someone that needs to hear it, a friend, a family member, a colleague, we believe that sharing is caring. We like caring people around here, so make sure to share. Uh, and we very much look forward to seeing you all next episode. 